what's going on, Miss Mayo family? Thank you for the support this far. A lot of exciting things planned for 2019. We're crushing the goals that we were intending on hitting the first 60 days of 2019. And so to keep things up, I have a few things to request of you. Number one, keep sharing the podcast. You list to an episode, screenshot it, put it in your Instagram story, put it in your your newsfeed, put it on your Facebook, Twitter, whatever you can. It's all about getting the perspectives out there. There's so many people that do not know about Miss Manual. And the goal in 2019 is to have a million listeners for the Miss Manual podcast. That's number one. Number two, uh, for those who've been asking how they can support financially, we have yet to release merchandise. We may or may not open it up for a week or two until we get to 100 episodes of the Miss Man podcast. We want to provide as much value as possible, as many perspectives as possible uh, before we ask anything of you. But in the meantime, if you want to, you don't have to, Go click the link in the bio of Miss Manuel's Instagram page, and you can donate as little as four quarters every single month or 23 cents a day to the monthly subscription platform Anchor, which we receive 90% of the profits, and that will help advertise the female perspective, number one. Number two, give us more equipment, efficient equipment to have a clear audio. We've heard your feedback. We want to make sure we improve this experience all the way around. We want to be taken serious. And so for those who want to support financially in the meantime, that is your way of doing so. But if you can't do that, 100% okay. Just keep sharing the podcast in the meantime. Share this with your friend, brother, sister. This is literally going to change lives to come females and males that are trying to get in the automotive industry and they need direction, they need help. And with all of your stories and perspectives, it's going to save boatloads of time. And so until next time, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Miss Manual Podcast. Home to viewing a female's perspective in the automotive and motorsport industry. As the year unfolds itself. That's a good question. I actually <laughs> write myself. That's another good question. Yeah, because I actually write myself a uh, a goal book, and I at the beginning of every single year, I write down everything that I want financially for myself, car goals, like uh, educational goals, leisure goals, like personal, like emotional goals. So. That's why I said it's a good question because I'm always on top of that. I'm always revising it every couple of months. I get a look at, I have a look, I highlight it off if I've achieved it. So, yeah, I'm just so, I love that. I, I love organization. I'm very structural like that. So, pretty much, I forward to. Yeah, I actually did a little bit in a vlog that I did on YouTube. I think it was how much does a case swap cost? So if you want to see a little bit of my goal book, I'm not too sure whereabouts in the video it is. I think it's towards the beginning slash middle. You'll actually see like a, a list of car parts. I actually explain it as well. So it's it's in how much does a case swap cost. So if you YouTube me, you'll find it there. But what I'm looking forward to this year is particularly growing my business because primarily if I don't have any money, I can't buy car parts. <laughs> so I have, <laughs> I have to bring the money in. So I'm looking forward to growing the business, uh, developing client, client relationships and keeping them long-term, you know, 
uh, keep them coming back and just developing my skills in graphic design, particularly try to get a few more motorsport uh, cars in and do some design, some nice vehicle wraps for them. Uh, I'm also looking forward to doing, like I mentioned before, vlogs on a fortnightly basis. So that's something to look forward to as well. And finishing, mm. I'm still finishing my DC2. So that is a very important part of my self-esteem this year <laughs> is making sure that that car gets done uh, as I have written down in my goal book. So, yeah, that's uh, what I'm what's done. What's done to what, what's needed to be finished? Oh, my gosh. It's been a year and a half. <laughs> it's been one and a half years with this build, and it's killing me every moment that goes by. But unfortunately, like I said, got to make some money. So that's where a lot of my time gets chewed up. But in my spare time, when I do get to work on the car, uh, I'm pretty much just up to sanding the engine bay at the moment because the paint on the exterior, uh, it's actually been redone and the engine bay was shaved, but I wasn't happy with it. So I've gone ahead, pulled the motor out again for the second time. So I actually got the car running with the K-Series in it. But unfortunately, I turned around and said, I don't like the way that the engine bay looks. I don't want to drive it. <laughs> pulled everything outside of the car again and started again. So that's where I'm at with the DC2 at the moment, just spending my time sanding the bay, going to take it to the paint booth, spray it myself because I've had quite a lot of issues, as I've mentioned on my Instagram story. I've had a lot of issues with trusting workshops, you know, trusting them to do the right thing by me, trusting them to do quality work, get it done on time. I mean, I haven't had it quite a good experience and I'm sure there's a lot of females and males out there that have experienced the same thing so it's something I'm really struggling with so I just threw my hands up in the air and said hey I'm gonna do it so that's where I'm at now so you have no experiences would you say you you working on your own your own vehicles motivated you to to like self-teach yourself or learn is that where that came from that 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 just self that self-taught ambition would you say that's where that like stemmed from? Well, particularly with the paint work, because the paint work has taken me, taken a big chunk of the build time out of it. So it's, it's been about eight months in and out of the paint shop and every single time I haven't been happy with it. So yeah, I could say definitely that's motivated me to learn new things. Uh, I can, I know how to put motors in. I know how to like do wiring looms and, and put the car together to get the car started. But the major problem is right now is the superficial stuff, which kind of annoys me because I hate doing paintwork. <laughs> but I'm trying to make the like the most out of the situation and and just use it to my advantage and gain some new skills. So that's definitely where it's come from for sure. Most definitely. And what age did you learn to drive? Oh my gosh, I was 16. <laughs> I thought I was going to be like, maybe, I don't even know. I reckon my, I was probably younger because my dad always used to sit me on his lap uh, when he was driving a car when I was really young, probably about five or six years old. And he'd sit me on his lap and he'd make me like pretty much he'd be controlling the pedals because I couldn't reach it because I was five or six years old. And it was really funny. I was 16 years old. I actually accidentally ripped a burnout in her car. And I was like, mom, how did I do that? And she's like, I'm not telling you. She starts laughing. So it was a good experience. Definitely. <laughs> <fun doing> that. 
That's awesome. Yeah. So, so how's how's the automotive scene, the the car scene out there in uh, Australia? Like, what would you? How would you? Just from your perspective, again, this is not about right or wrong, yes or no, but in your point of view, uh, what's the environment like out there as far as the car scene? Like, are there shows or like SEMA or like, uh, like how like, how, what type of cars do you see to what's considered rare out there to What's considered? Uh, is there a lot of a lot more people driving manual than automo- uh, automatic transmission? Like, what what's it like in your in your eyes? So, <clears throat> interesting. So, pretty much our car scene. Okay, do you know? I want to start with geographically what Australia is like, right? So you know that Australia is this like kind of like this small country that's in the middle of whoop whoop <laughs> it's like in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> okay and we've, we're separated by a lot of country right I don't know I'm pretty sure you guys are as well but we have our definitive cities so we have like Sydney Melbourne Adelaide Perth uh yeah they're pretty much like our main cities in Australia so in between then you might be driving eight or nine hours in complete bush or complete country um so It makes it really interesting, I find, because, you know, if you travel from Sydney, like my perception of our meets in Sydney are going to be completely different. I mean, it might even be completely different from someone in Sydney, but it's going to be completely different to what we see in Melbourne, from what we see in Adelaide, from what we see in Perth and what we see in, you know, Darwin or something like that, you know. So I can only tell you based on Sydney um sydney there's a lot of jdm cars here Uh, a lot of there is a lot of jdm cars uh Mm -hmm. we like like you guys have american muscle as well we have australian muscle so you have like the older guys like doing the whole classic australian muscle cars and all that kind of stuff and i think that's cool like i have an appreciation for older classic cars because it's obviously that's been like where originally where everything's kind of like originated from you know it's all of our cars now have been derived off those older cars so I do have an appreciation for the old classic cars but as far as our current meets go I'd say for my age bracket which is like 23 um if I was to go to a car meet usually it is a JDM car meet uh we had one recently I think called JDM festival uh, which was run by a company called Tuned. You would probably, you guys might know about it. I'm not too sure. Uh, yeah, so Tuned. Um, and they held something there. I didn't end up going, but, like, there was quite a few cars that did go, uh, like, pretty much seeing the the photos and everything like that. The last meet that I actually went to was a Subaru meet. <laughs> I'm not even a Subaru fan, but I still went to meet, yeah, because I designed delivery for a car there, and I was like, oh, I really want to see it in real life, and so I got to see it in real life, but I don't know. I feel like, look, I don't like to attend too many meets. I'm more of, like, someone who would like to go to the track more. I like to go to, like, track days and and, um, you know, Motocana days, if you know what that is, like, you know, where they do like a wet pan, they wet all the floors and all the cars mm-hmm. go out and do like a little course thing. I love that. That is awesome. Uh, how much fun is that? Yeah, I just, 
I don't know. I just love it. I love circuit. I love drift. I love Motocana. I love that stuff. But when it comes to car meets, I'm not much of that kind of person to go out every weekend to a car meet. I prefer to be in my garage working on my car. Like unless it's actively being involved in something, like I don't, I don't see the point. It's a bit boring to me. <laughs> Do you want to be involved in the action? Yeah, like just to sit, so. fun. Like I don't want to just like look at cars and stuff. I want to get into it. Like I want to have fun in the cars, you know. So that's my perspective. Not too much into it, so I can't really give you a great deal of information based on that. And there is like a little bit, of, you know sometimes there's a little bit of drama that goes on and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's not my kind of scene. So at Chuck days, everyone's there just to give it a go and have fun. So that's why I really love it. That's awesome. There's levels to it. Again, like I said, that's exactly why it's so important to have multiple perspectives on here. Like we've got people that love, they could go to a car meet and talk about their car to talk about their build to 72 different people tell the same story over and over. And then we have perspectives like yours where you're like, Hey, I need to go to the track. Hell, I might get <laughs> on the track myself with my 180 FX and just straight up take it the quarter mile. And so again, this is, this is really showing the, vari- the, the, the variety to maybe somebody that's, you know, picking and choosing, like this is a library, like this is the digital library to someone that might be like, Ooh, this could really help somebody save. Like, think about it. There's somebody in high school right now listening to this and they want to get involved with something uh, in the automotive industry and they have the opportunity to binge listen to while they're, while they're in class or I don't encourage that, but maybe <laughs> while, you know, <laughs> maybe after school or you're walking home, they can listen to seven different episodes, seven different perspectives of you. Uh, we have... Uh, Gabby, G-Babs, we have, we have Maddie, so on and so forth, and literally save them years in time, uh, years in this precious time where they don't have to juggle, like, I don't know what I want to do. Well, I know exactly what I want to do. I, I want to do exactly what I want to do. So it's all needed. Yeah, I'm just, like, more of, like, the introvert kind of person. Not introvert. Like, I like talking. You're not introverted. We talk way like- too much. <laughs> you, you know what? I'm not even going to say anything to that. No. <laughs> okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> nah, I'm not introverted. But in regards to what I like to do, I would classify myself as more of, like, the introvert kind of person because mm-hmm. um, I definitely do love chilling at home and working on the car. Yeah, like I'm like a lifestyle kind of person. You know, when I move out, like I am moving out of the city. I am moving out of the city. I want to go to like some countryside. I want to have like the big garage with like the 20 cars (laughs) with like a hoist. Like, (laughs) do you have a dream vehicle that you have a desire to build? Hmm. I have a bucket list. There's not just one. There's a lot. <laughs> so that's fine. Yeah, the Type X was one of them. Uh, the DC2 K Swap Championship White was another one. I have a GDR R34 on the list, and I also have a what else is on the list? Uh, NSX Type R. I don't want the new one. I want the old school one because I like old school. <laughs> and yeah. I do have, I'm trying to think if there's any more. I do want a lot of different kind of 
JDM cars. I'm into the JDM thing. Yeah, definitely hardcore fan. I need to go to Japan. <laughs> yeah, right? That's a, that's a definitely a necessity. There's a, there's so much so much car vibes over there. It's ridiculous. Like I definitely want to get a taste of that. Yeah, for sure. Just go hang out in Tokyo. Go drive on Mount Fuji. <laughs> you know, there's a lot that I want to do as well. But I actually wanted to go overseas and and hand select like my NSX Type R. That's my dream. Like if you were to ask me, Tiana, like what is your dream full stop with cars? It's like get on a plane, go to Japan, arrive in Japan, drive an NSX Type R and then buy it and then bring it back. Like that is like ultimate goal in life because I think they only made 500 of the NSX. Um, Not too sure, but that's what I've kind of researched into. They've made 500 of them. And obviously by now there's probably less. So to find it is going to be amazing. But once you get it, it's going to be gorgeous. And you just, you keep it and you drive it on the weekends and you just keep it in a little nice garage and and look after it. (laughs) That's definitely life goal for sure. That's awesome. I, I did see a in a in a I can't even say it. NS okay, oh no, tongue twisted. NSX. I saw one uh what was it? Uh, December. Uh, I saw one in December. It was in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. I, I actually I could probably see it in the snap so you can see it. It was pretty it was pretty rad. It was red, super retro, super old school. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I love it. I love the pop-up lights. I don't think the Type R has the pop-up lights, but my God, it's gorgeous. Like I've I've been offered to drive an NSX as well, but I haven't had the opportunity yet. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Like when I talk about it, I just, it motivates me. Yeah, I just want to do work. Like <laughs> I just want to get off this podcast and make money. <laughs> like, All right, guys. All right. Until next episode. She has to go hustle because her ambition is calling her. We brought up her weekend, so she's like, all right, bye. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get off soon enough. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Um, so, yeah, what's um, – I'll kind of – I'll wrap it up with this since you're, since you're such in hustle mode right now. Respect. Uh, what's, what's something that you're looking for? Not I said that. Not, not necessarily looking forward to. What's something that you've always wanted to express um, as far as – being a female in the, in the automotive industry, um, you've been in you've been in for some time. You've got you've got some experience as far as what you've driven to, you know, working on your own cars. Uh, what's something that you've wanted? You maybe texted like words or Instagram comments can't do justice. Like, what's something you've wanted to like talk about and have an opportunity where thousands of people will hear it like this that you wanted to vocally like, hey, like we should do this or why don't we do that? Anything of that nature? Or no? Okay. There's like, I think like a few things I want to say, actually. Perfect. I'd start, I think I'm going to start with keeping it relevant as well to your podcast particularly. And it's in the female kind of automotive industry. So as a female, like particularly driving that you know your JDM car going out getting to know people and you know I my perspective on other females is like I would love if girls like didn't give give you that kind of look when they see you and they just kind of come up to you like hey let's like 
like let's chat let's hang let's like you know like get like tell me about your car like you know, I I really want that for women in the car industry because I feel like, you know, when you rock up to another meet, sometimes girls look at you a bit sideways and you're just kind of like, oh, this feels really awkward. And I just, I want to be friends with everyone. And I think that women need to, you know, start focusing on the bigger picture and that we're all here to enjoy cars. And, you know, we don't want to create competition. Well, particularly me, I don't really care about that. You know, I'm just here for the cars and I just want to have fun and enjoy my time. So I would love to have a lot of girlfriends that are like me and that can get down and dirty with the car and just work on the car, come around, hang out, pump some music and, you know, start wrenching away with me. So that's something that I did kind of want to mention for all the other women out there. Like I think that we all need to be a little bit more friendly, you know, and that goes for me too. Like sometimes if I see a girl, give me a look sideways. Like I might just be like, Ooh, like <laughs> I don't want to approach her. So maybe it's me as well. Maybe I'm just like worried that, you know, she doesn't want to talk to me or something like that. So, I mean, no one's to blame here. I just want everyone to be a little bit more friendly in the car scene, um, particularly girls with girls. And I think it would make it way better community and everyone would have so much more fun if it was like that. So that's the first thing I wanted yep. to say. Yeah. Second thing is, oh, now I forgot. <laughs> no, she forgot. I forgot. Okay. Second thing I will actually try to think about. <laughs> uh, you think about it while I, while I, so I summarize or I respond to what you just said. Sure. I agree. That's, that's, all, that's the big theme. Um, that's the big thing of a lot of females on here again. And that's where we have to, this right here, like uh, it, it like brings that to surface. Cause it seems that a lot of females on here that I've brought on here, they want exactly that, but there's some, this is why social media and why I, before we chopped on here, that's what I was saying, like talking and expressing who you are and giving more uh, context on who you are as a person with video and using your voice and topping on things like this it gives more clarity because texting and Instagram and uh, comments, you, you can, you can make, you can make a perception of a sentence in like 17 different ways. And so that right there, I think a lot of it's just miscommunication because the reality is everybody wants somebody to be in their corner, but, Oh, she said this, but it really meant that. Like, you know, uh, that's a lot. Of, that's what a lot, of, a lot of females want. So we really, really have to get to the bottom of it. And again, this is why this is so important. Again, you guys want to support this thing, share the hell out of it. Again, donate to this thing as much as you can because it's going to enhance the advertising uh, of a female's perspective. Because texting sucks. Instagram is amazing, but it can suck in terms of how we communicate and what things mean. So, hundred um, percent, I agree with that, and I'm sure a lot of people do agree with that as well. Um, yeah, I think it's a great point. Um, the next thing I did want to say was, again, about females in the car industry. And it's particularly around the sexualization of women in the car industry. And mm. I've been struggling with this for a very long time because I, I don't know if I told you, I don't think I've told you this, but I worked in auto parts for about six years and 
I started out in auto parts when I was about, I don't know, just 17, I think, just turned 17 and uh, maybe 16 and a half. And I went in there and, you know, I had some guys that were so, so like sexist towards me, made dirty comments, like they would come in and, and say all these things. And you know what? When you're at that age, like it affects you. Like it mentally 100%. is challenging to like overcome that. I've even had a guy follow me home. Like I've had some real like crazy stuff happen to me Jeez. in my first few years. Yeah. And the reason why I'm telling you like about like I want to speak about the sexualization of women is because I think that you know, maybe the Fast and Furious contribute to that a little bit, you know, with the little girls in the little bikinis on top of cars. And, you know, it's been around for a while, like, you know, girls posing in front of cars and stuff like that. Like, I have nothing against that, but I think we should, like, mm. as females, we should start moving away from that and start being real and start being like, hey, this is, like, who we are, you know? We're not, like, just, like, a piece of meat that needs to, like, lay all over a car. We are people that, like, work on cars. We are people that, you know, want to wrench on the car. Like, we want to know more than you guys know about cars. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So there's just a lot of things that I think could improve. Yeah, because it frustrated me at the beginning, but... There was, there was even, oh, I'll tell you a little quick story as well while I got you here. There was a guy who came in, right, and he was, he looked a bit bitter, and I was like, oh, here we go, another couple like that. But I'm very tolerable at work, right? I don't, I don't, like, I don't lose my cool very quickly. It takes me, like, a long time. So uh, based on, obviously, what pe- how people have treated me from the auto parts industry and stuff like that, like customers particularly. And this guy came in and he was like, okay, I want to speak to someone in spare parts. And he was very arrogant. And I was standing mm. in the spare parts department, by the way. And I'm like, yeah, um, I can help you with that. What can I help you with, you know? And he's like, uh, no, I want to speak to a bloke in spare parts. <laughs> and I'm <Bloke>. like, oh, <laughs> um, hi, I'm spare parts. How can I help you? <laughs> anyway, the guy ended up getting mad and I was like, you know what? Fine. I'll go grab the other guy. I got the other guy and yeah, it was just, it was just a bit of an experience where I felt like, it was, it was like he made me feel like I was meant to be like a domesticated housewife. Like I wasn't meant to be in an auto parts store giving him advice on, you know, what parts he needed for his car. And it felt, I felt really degraded. Um, and that happens across all the board. Like even on Instagram, it happens on Instagram. Like you don't even have to be working in the industry. You can be on Instagram posting something about yourself, like, and someone will come along and be like, oh, like they'll just troll you. They'll be like, oh, you don't need to be working on cars or like, you know, you're too pretty. Like, why are you getting your hands dirty or something like that? And it's just like, um, are you serious? <laughs> like I can, what you can do, I can probably do better. <laughs> like, you know, so, yeah. So I think- I'm loving everything you're saying. Cause this is what this is for. This is Miss Manuel is literally going to, it's literally changing that. And it's going to be so huge. Cause this is what, so many ladies on the internet and who I've talked to and I'm so glad you said everything that I'm basically trying to say but I'm a guy and it's definitely going to come different in terms of a female's like like that is what 
I'm saying like a lot of I, I went on a tangent of what was it a couple of weeks ago it was like an Instagram story and I was texting and it, it meant to it was all love but at the same time people took it to an offense but this is what I'm saying like it's not like 50 years ago is a long time but at the same time uh, it's not a long time so from a from a, a human standpoint and how we're wired like I get why there's still ma males out there that just look at females as just you know a housewife or you know or just the sexual being but then again it, but then, then again it's different now this is why I'm like yo use the power that you have right now to kind of beat that like it's not going to happen overnight and there's always going to be the trolls six pens 76 that's a private account that just wants to troll everybody just to troll or people in public like like you just had that one one guy that just was like i want to talk to a guy because my ego is just too big over to talk to this woman named john that works here like this is how this is going to change with your voice with your perspective with you exposing you working on your car, you showing that you're a graphic designer, you showing that you don't need a, 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 a man. Like there's nothing wrong with a man, a, a man and a female working together. Like at the end of the day, we need humans to, to as a unit, as for a relationship or not, to kind of function as a society on this earth. But at the same time, if a female wants to do her own thing or like be independent and grab her own resources, you can do that. So that's why this is so important to, yeah. to showcase it all. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's something that bothers me, though, you know, like, and I think that girls contribute to it. Like, it's not just like, oh, we were put in a bad position. Like, girls contribute to it. And um, 100%. I always try my best uh, not to do that. I mean, look, I might have the occasional booty shot in front of like a car, but it's never like I don't do the I don't do the whole like wearing short shorts thing, exposing my butt, exposing my boobs. Like I don't do all that. Uh, I just, mm -hmm. I, I have full clothes on most of the time. Um, and I, you know, sometimes it is a full body shot, but, you know, I'm trying my best not to sexualize it as much as I can because I want to move away from that and I want all my followers to follow me because they want to see the car stuff, not just because they want to see me posing with a car, you know? I think that's what's really, really important to me as an individual. I 100% agree. And again, another just, just to add on to that point um, and just give a little insight, just especially it's like Miss Manual and just at the end of the day, you could have clothes on or you could have no clothes on. This is gonna be the guy. You could you could literally have a turtleneck, sweats, Uggs on, I don't know, a winter hat. Uh you could have a, a, a ski mask on and there's all there's gonna there's a group of guys or gals, however whatever floats about, they're gonna be like, damn, that's sexy. And then or they're gonna sexualize it in a sense. And so like you can you can never like please that party because it's somebody that everyone's got their taste number one number two um again like to minimize it because i don't really personally again this is all about pov i don't personally i personally don't believe you can like get rid of sexuality like especially being a female it doesn't matter what you do it's more so to to add to the add to the plate like you said a lot of females do it to themselves where they just show themselves for their sexuality they just do that like if you just do that why are you asking for 
another perspective of more of who you are. Like, obviously, you're, you have more to offer or you, you don't want to be seen as just one thing. But if you literally just show photos of yourself where it doesn't give more, and you have a caption, you literally are giving people uh, just one a perception. People, for, if, I, like, if, if I see a photo right now, and I've seen it for the first time, I'm going to speculate and I'm going to create a perception immediately. You can't stop me for what my perception is. But it, it like a photo only tells so much. A, a, a 10 second video only tells so much. And so again, this is what I feel like the answer is to what you're saying is, and you're doing it. This is why I have you on. This is why I'm always like, talk more. You're like, well, you want me to talk about everything. Talk more and bring that bring your diversity as a as a human being, let alone a female, to light and it's gonna suffocate the ignorance. It's gonna suffocate the just uneducated on, you know, they watch Fast and Furious, uh, Tokyo Drift, and they oh I saw the girl the, the girl's just wearing the little shirt spurts and whatever. Like that's gonna exist, which is a hundred percent fine. But if you wanna bring more and you wanna change the perception, uh one hundred percent or more, like two times more than what it is, or whatever it is, you have to show your diversity. You have to learn how to use your voice. And since, like, getting on platforms, or you know, like, you can't get mad, you can't please everybody, but you can definitely change per- some perceptions out there, if not a lot more than than usual. You can do that, but you have to you have to help the cause. You can't just oh, why are guys thinking I'm why do why are guys like gawking at me when you get if you literally just give gawking photos, why would you expect any more? Like, what? Like, literally, like the guys, guys, guys are, are are beasts. Like, at the end of the day, like guys are wolves. Like, I'm sorry to say, like again, I, again, I love females. I love, I love girls. Like, my mom, I love girls. I love the whole shebang. But there's a lot of guys out there that I don't know how to play the patience game, or they don't, they weren't taught how to speak to a lady, quote unquote, or they, they, they just. They, they just basically just dove into it like it was a piece of meat, quote unquote, like you were saying as a as a dog or whatever. So you you have to educate. You got to educate a, a guy or girl on how you want to be treated or, you know, express more of who you are. So, um, yeah, I was just adding to the point of what you were saying. Like, like you said, I 100 percent agree. Like a lot of girls do it to themselves. And again, the solution, again, we can talk on this person did that. But the solution to change that, and not 100%, again, I don't want to be in a false reality. Like, it's not 100% going to be, there's always going to be trolls, there's always going to be evil people. It's just always going to exist. But if you want to shorten that number, you need to be the change that you want to see in the industry or in anything. I hate it when people, this is one thing that I, I, I hate and that just grinds my gears. And I'm a pretty happy person. People that give input but has, have no desire, especially in this scenario. That have no desire to help change. They like, oh, this sucks, but I'm just trying to do me. I'm just trying to stay in the sideline. Like, no. Yes. Like, if you're gonna say something, help. I'm literally that. I'm literally. You would not believe. There's so many people that I've reached out to. They're like, what you're doing is basically impossible. What you're doing is basically it's hard. It's this. No shit, it is. But it takes an army. But sorry, that's. I love what you said because again, I understand agree <laughs> and. Uh, this is this is what I, I'm saying. This is what I say. This is what Miss Manway is. This is what it's gonna do, which I'm excited about. Like I, I went into a not a dark place, but like a very, I don't know, very razor focused on on what I was 